but they go for the judge. Oh, speaking of crime and black, did you see the see the 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 girl get stomped out in Walmart? No. Oh God! It made the news. It was so bad. <laughs> this this shit got the fuck stomped out of her. Like she might she she may wake up next Christmas. Like that's how. And she was popping shit. Yeah, like what's what's the story? I don't know. I uh, allegedly it may have been over a PS Five. Apparently, what? But all I saw was the sister, two sisters barking back and forth at each other in a Walmart. She's taking her shit off, like you don't know, you don't know me, da 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 da, wah 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 wah. I'm gonna do, you know, da 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 da. You might want to lay me a lot, da da da. Next thing you know, that same woman. Is on the ground after being stomped on. It's like the girl, the girl, other woman took both her shoes off and stomped her with both feet in the mouth. Out cold. She was out like Nate uh, Robinson. Like there was there was um, memes of of her replacing Nate Robinson's body in the in the ring on in the thriller ring. It was on TM. It was on TMZ. That's see. what she get for running a goddamn mouth, dude. And like, who, like, like the I don't know if that was her daughter that was with her that didn't jump in. I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with you? That's that you know fight etiquette. I don't care if you wrong. I'm on your side. Whoever asked, we got to what right now. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> That's that old school. <laughs> That's that old school. All right, whatever. Say what you want. Oh, my God. I got to see that shit. All right, I'll find it. I'll pull it up. Maybe we can talk about it in the after show or whatever case. But. All right, um, you ready? Yes, yeah, sir. All right, let's do it. I think um, you need to say clearly what happened. Who gives a fuck? I can't be personally kick Candace Owens and her stinky cray cray. I know this is gonna be a lot of people. Okay, let's keep this shit funky. Yes, yes, y'all. What's happening? What's happening? What's cracking? Uh, happy holidays to you all. Welcome to another episode of the Unpopular Opinion Show. I go by the name of T Storm and joined by my brother, as always. The one, the only, DJ Mike Swift. What's up, brother? What's happening, man? Somebody decided to call me right when the show started, right? So <laughs> while you're talking, the phone rings in the background. We trying to be classy, not ghetto. Right, right. No, I mean, it's classetto. I don't know. Is that a word? We Can can we make it? It's Maybe class. it's just ghetto ass. Ghetto ass. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. How was, your, how was your week? Uh, my week was decent uh, until Tuesday. Mm. <laughs> okay. So, uh. so I stepped on the scale last week. I'm I'm seven pounds away from two hundred pounds. I'm a short dude, right? So, I'm like, I I, I got to do something. Right. I got right. to lose some of this weight. So I I said, oh, okay, Monday, I'm gonna start uh, doing smoothies again for breakfast instead of doing hash browns and salmon croquettes and toast and grits and all that shit I used to eat. Right. Right. So. Monday went fine. Tuesday, I'm standing in the kitchen. I'm with my blender. I'm making my smoothie. I turned to reach to, to get something out of the refrigerator, and my back went. 
Damn. So my I've been in excruciating pain all week. It's it's a lot better now, but it still hurts. But I don't know what the hell happened. But my back was killing me. Damn. Okay. Yeah. That, that does not sound fun. But it, I I deal with back issues already, so I I, I empathize. Like golly. That's the back is the one the, your back and your feet and they both connected will can throw you completely off. If you got if your feet and people that that know this, if your feet are hurt, that'll ruin your entire week. <laughs> like your whole week is like from one day of your feet hurt, you just throw you completely off. And if your back tighten up, forget it. That's about a month. So yeah. I was I was popping ibuprofen like Tic Tacs. <laughs> yeah, I bought. I had. To, I, I bought. A, finally, bought a new mattress. Um, about a month ago, and been able to sleep better. Like, I, oh, apparently, I don't. I guess I don't realize that the mattress. You know, it's time to get a new one. Or, you know, my wife was complaining. You know, waking up stiff and everything. And I already have back issues, so I just figured it was just a regular thing. And she was like, right. "We got to get a new mattress." I was like, "All right, fine, 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 fine." So I order a mattress and it, it comes and almost immediately I noticed the difference. Like body is not, you know what I mean? As tense or tight, you know, when we get up in the morning. So it's who knew? <laughs> did you get one of the traditional ones or did you go like purple or, or one of the new foam type deals? Now I got a, um, it's a pillow type, pillow top type kind of medium firm mattress. Okay. So I, you know, it's, I, it, I, and I did it online, so it was it was like through faith. Like I don't know what this really gonna feel like. <laughs> I just, right, right. I mean, just, <laughs> that's what that's what the description says. It is. All right, let's let's hope it is what it is. And it got here. I was like, okay, it's good. It's a little soft. It's a little softer than I thought it was gonna be, but you know. But it don't yeah. you know, like you jump on it and, and it don't bounce. So I'm like, all right, it works. I'm gonna have to bite that bullet in January. It's, it's one of them things that I know I need to buy. I know I need to do. I just, it's like, ugh, another thing, right? You think it's, ah, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. But yeah, it's, I'm long overdue for a new mattress. Yeah, it's the, the funny, here's the funny shit about it. Here's the funny shit about it. Oh, the, the dynamic between my wife and I is, and I think I've said this before, but I'll say it again. And I talk, she'll probably pop up as, you know, you say her name three times, she appears. But... <laughs> My wife is notoriously cheap, like notoriously cheap. Like there's a different frugal. She is frugal and then notoriously cheap on top of being frugal. So it's like, it'll be, you know, trying to get her to buy a, a new phone. She's like, I don't need a phone. I don't need a phone. But the, but your phone only stays on for an hour. You have to get a new phone. Your bat is dead. Like you're, you're I don't need a phone. I'm not getting a new phone. No, I'm not buying a new phone. Nope, nope, no. Nope. I have to physically take the phone from her, buy a new phone, right? So for her to go, we need a new mattress. You know what I'm saying? Goes all right. Well, and I'm and I'm the one being like, nah, I don't think we mm, really. No, I don't want to spend money on that right now. No, 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 no. But she was right. So I have to. Nah, man, that's the move. Yeah, I need to do it. Shit. <laughs> um, sleeping a lot better. Um, since well. We're not going to drone on about politics today. Just, just so you know, I just I ordered a few things. One, um, shout out to Cool DJ Red Alert. This is his line, product of hip hop, nineteen seventy three. Um, 
fresh. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty dope. And he got my size. That's what's really important here. That's what's really important here. It's comfortable. It's good material, and they got my size. Like I, I can't do a two X. <laughs> like, like if that's the if that's the biggest the shirt or t shirt or sweatshirt go, it ain't for me. Um, and I've learned that. Um, and you know then and then two X is not as big as it used to be, or maybe it's just me. Whatever. Um, <laughs> I just had this mental image of you in a goddamn two X t shirt looking like. Fucking spandex. Top. A two X. <laughs> you know what a two X t shirt looks like on me. Remember the the um um questionable wife beaters Fifty Cent used to wear. It looked like that looked like a damn bra. That's what a two X t shirt <laughs> looks like on me. Fifty joints used to look like weird ass halter tops. Like <laughs> it was like what the fuck? It's like a he's tra- like a training bra. Like what are you doing, bro? What is what are you trying to say here? And then like Cam like <laughs> then Cam I I think I seen Cam with something similar in pink. Dude, that's just not even the, <laughs> like yo, I don't know. A pink training bra and a purple fur coat. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about I'm straight. Yeah, you know, there was the you know they 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 felt rep. You know, well I, I won't even. I, nope, I'll stop the joke there. <laughs> I'll stop the joke there. That's it. But yeah, mm-hmm. uh, them forty six uh, hat I, I got from the from the body camp and the shirt to match and some wine glasses that are on the way as well. I'll wear that later on in twenty twenty one. I'll rock that. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, so I, I, I um, interesting things that happened this week. Uh, I where well, we start off with Tom Cruise because his freak out on the set of is it Mission Impossible? Was it seven? Mission Impossible ninety five. <laughs> Right. I think the world. I mean, let's just be honest. I think the world stopped giving a fuck about the Mission Impossible movies after three, but. All right, they're shooting Mission Impossible 7. Mm-hmm. And apparently on the set, some of the, the crew did not observe the uh, COVID uh, safety protocols. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Cruz had some very um, encouraging and, and uh, well put phrases and phrasing uh, for his team. Check it. You're back here in Hollywood making movies right now because of us. Because they believe in us and what we're doing. He clearly has a mask on. I'm on the phone with every studio at night. Because he's doing it. And they're looking at us and using us to make their movies. We are creating thousands of jobs, you Yeah, point. I don't ever want to see it again. Uh, okay. Ever. But I'm saying, though. And if you don't do it, you're fired. And I see you do it again, you're Gone. So you want me to do it or you don't want me to do it? Anyone on this crew does it. Does it or, or you see it? And which is it? You and you too. Me? And you. Damn. You ever do it again. Alright, 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 man. That's it. Okay, alright. No apologies. Uh, you can uh, tell it to the people that are losing their homes because our industry is shut down. Okay, alright. Got, not gonna put food on their table. You got it, man. You, you pay for their college education. You're right. I'm, I'm just saying, but you know, um. That's what I sleep with every night. Okay. 
Can we get back to work now? The future of the industry. Okay. So I'm sorry, I'm beyond your apologies. All right. I have told you, and now I want it. And if you don't do it, you're out. We are not shutting this movie down. Oh, goddamn. All right. Good. Thank you. All right. <laughs> um. Is it understood? If I see it again, you're. Gone. So if I it's see it, if here. you see it, or if so I do you're it, you're gonna cost him his job. And I see it on the set, you're gone. So you you're see gone. Okay. All right. Don't want that. That's to it. All right. All right. Am I clear? Again. Do you yes. Understand what I want. Do you understand the responsibility that you have? Can you say it in Spanish? Because I will deal with your reason. <laughs> and if you can't be reasonable, and I can't deal with your logic, you're fired. That's it. What does logic, my logic, have That's to do it. with? Okay, you said, all right, you said that's it three times now. Are we, are we done? I trust you guys to be yeah, here. Still going. All right, all right. God damn. <laughs> like, he went on. Um, on. Okay, so on one hand, him, you know, going off like that, I can I can appreciate him wanting to make sure everyone is safe, make sure that the, 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 the business isn't shut down, you know, because there's a lot of people depending on it, right? Um, uh, berating grown folks like that, I have a problem with it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't think it's. Yeah. I, I don't think it's necessary. When you yelling again, this is something I've said in my own house, and I, I'm not that I'm perfect. I still yell, but um, when you're yelling, people don't hear what you're saying. They just hear the volume at, you, at what you're saying. Yeah, and and yeah, I think. I don't know if he's producing that film. Yeah, I think he's the I don't executive know if he's producer. Directing the film, he's producing it. Oh yeah. So right. So he's he's coming at it from a different, a much different place than you know everybody else. Mm-hmm. Right. Everybody else is just like, well, I just got to get my check or whatever. They don't care. <clears throat> so I I feel his passion, um, and I even I'm kind of with his delivery a little bit. My yeah. partner, uh, we we ran a business together for years, and and it was he, nicest guy you'll ever meet. Um, but there were sometimes he would talk to people real sideways. Mm. And I asked him once, dude, why you do that? He was like, because some people only understand CO talk. And I was like, CO talk. He's like correctional officer. Some people only understand when you come at them like that, when you come at them kind and, and you know, rational, Mm -hmm. they take that for weakness. And they 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 still do whatever the hell they want to do. So right. I kind of understand where he's coming from. I think he might have been a little bit over the top. But most importantly, Tom Cruise is two foot two with stacks on. Like I can't take his mad seriously. <laughs> I just can't take his anger seriously. It's like all see, right, motherfucker. Seen him walking around in walking around the set in heeled shoes. <laughs> Some high-heeled shoes to make him feel a little taller, and still come up uh, short is as has to be. Whoever recorded did not give a fuck. This is like okay, this, and he no. probably did it before. Oh, I'm sure of it. That was probably why they put the recorder on when he called a meeting. Yeah, it was like let me switch this on so I can get this and make him look bad. And I don't think it's really making him look bad like that. No. I think everybody who hears it goes, eh, fair enough. He makes yeah. good points. Yeah. <laughs> 
He didn't say, go fuck yourself. You're keeping me from buying a yacht. <laughs> right. He's like actually concerned about other people. So yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And he, what, I, I'm, I paid attention to what he didn't say. It wasn't like, I don't need this. I'm here for y'all. He could have been like on some real dick shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm here for rich, y'all. Motherfucker. Yeah. I don't need this movie. You know what I'm saying? I made it I'm up for these already. He's like, I'm still spending Top Gun money. <laughs> so if y'all want to mess this up and get this shut down, fine. Whatever. It's on you. What are we doing here? Like, <laughs> then they, that, that nah, attention would have been like, he's a dick, but okay, let's uh, let's not mess this up. <laughs> so, oh. But uh, that reminds me of, well, what's the what's the actor that was in Batman that did the same, did the same shit? Um, Christian Bale. Christian Bale freaking out over a so I don't even know it was the boom operator or whoever it was but Family Guy did a excellent an excellent um, edit of it where they put uh, Peter Griffin in the audio reacting to the shit that he was saying classic <laughs> so you know yeah this this was different than that Christian Bale was just on some old I'm an actor type shit <laughs> right. It's like, look, motherfucker, this is a it's a goddamn Batman movie. How seriously do you really want us to be taking this? <laughs> right. Yeah, you think you're gonna get an Oscar for this, dude? Come on, son. <coughs> you know, you know. So my dumbass didn't hit record on nothing. So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so the first few minutes is uh, you know. Yeah, so let's hope the the uh, digital gods uh, be nice. Um Right. Yeah. What you got though? Um, so I thought it was interesting uh this week, the Dave Chappelle shit. Mm. So I don't I don't know if everybody has seen it, and I can't even remember the name of that clip. Unforgiven. What was the name of it? Unforgiven. Unforgiven. So it's a clip on on you can get it on YouTube. I think I, I saw it up on YouTube. It's on, Dave it's, Chappelle Unforgiven and it's on and his again, Instagram. It's, it's on his Instagram. Please. It's on his Instagram. Yeah, yeah. And again, it's Dave doing Dave's style and ain't really no whole lot of jokes in there, right? Mm. It's funny, but it's not a lot of jokes in there. Right. And it's it's live. It's in front of an audience. Um, since COVID started, he's been doing shows. He has not stopped really right. doing shows. Um, he does them in a small town where he is. And he's also, he's on the road uh, in Texas with uh, Joe Rogan. Okay. They're doing shows out there because Rogan moved from LA to Texas. He moved his podcast, everything out to Texas. Oh, wow. So they, right. they do shows out there. But he's a, he, he does this bit and it's pretty short. And he talks about the, the whole thing of it is um, how Comedy Central owns outright Chappelle show. Mm-hmm. He makes no money off of it. He can't use it. They own his name as it relates to that show. And all look, that shit. They didn't pay him when he left. That's another thing. Um, I have some of the audio here. We can just to refresh your memory. Yeah. So you know what? Tell you the truth. Tell you the truth. I've even thought about coming back and doing another Chappelle show. Well, but if I do. I can't call it Chappelle Show because my name and likeness is being used by them in perpetuity throughout the universe. It's in the contract. 
again, the audience don't really know how to react to this. Yeah. There's like, is that good? To do this uh, should we clap or? Mm-hmm. I'm up here doing something that nobody else in this business has the balls to do. I'm telling you something that you need to know. I'm trying to explain to you what you're seeing. You don't understand what you're seeing. I am publicly flogging a network. And I know that this network niggas, they, they watching me and they saying, why, why, why are you doing this so, so publicly? Doesn't feel good to be flogged publicly. Oh, believe me, I know. I know exactly how that feels. When I quit my show, they said I was crazy. What was crazy about it? I just didn't want to do it anymore. They said I smoked crack. That's impossible. I was a devout Muslim. I didn't smoke or drink. But I do now, bitch, because you ruined my fucking life. <laughs> He's bringing some jokes in there, but it was, uh, there was not many punchlines. But yeah, I, I, I think what notable... Um, him talking to Comedy Central about the situation, saying, listen, um, either pay me or I'll take it. And, you know, he encouraged folks to, you know, because he talked about Netflix running running Chappelle's show and him being upset about it and calling and, and calling Netflix. And they go, hey, just to make sure you don't feel like we like we doing we're doing you dirty, we'll pull it. And he encouraged folks to not watch, not to boycott HBO Max, but to boy. He said, "Boycott me. Don't watch Chappelle's show." And that I saw plenty of people take up. Hey, boycott Chappelle. Don't watch Chappelle's show. Um, that caught on. That clearly got their attention. It got but, their attention, and they pulled it. Yeah. Um, and Casey. Bloys, the chief content officer of HBO and HBO Max, had a statement. Uh, Hmm. She said, we had a conversation with Dave. I won't get into it, but it's very clear that it is a very unique and specific and emotional issue he's got. So at the end of the year, December 31st, we're going to honor his request and take the show down. So good on them, right? Um, Yeah. I did not like the use of emotional yeah. in her statement. And, I, and that's what I was like. Mm. That, it, when it's I read little, it the first time, I was like, you bitch. Right? Little, like, little jab. That's a little, yeah. little jab at, at, at Chappelle. Um, and, and he's kind of pissed at HBO because I think at the beginning of that special, he, he talked about that it was public knowledge that he had um, shopped that concept to hbo initially and they yep. said something to the effect of what, what do we need you for yep directly said, quoted from the, the special uh they said literally what do we need you for that's what they told me as they kicked me out of the office what do we need you for and here we are all these years later and they're streaming the very show i was pitching to them so i'm asking them what do you need me for right Man, I mean, if that ain't the biggest thumb in the eye. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, you know. Oh, yeah. So, good. They pulled it. as A little a little backhanded, you know. He's, he's emotional about it. But, yeah, so we'll pull it. Okay. 
But so now what is, you know, I'm curious to know what would Viacom and Comedy Central do now? I don't think they're going to, I don't think they're going to give him any, any kind of rights back. Mm. They, I, I think egos, boardroom egos, CEO egos, that kind of level mm. is, is at play. And I think they'll just shelve it. They'll say, if we can't make money off of it, nobody's going to make money off of it. We got plenty of intellectual property that we can make money off of. So we'll put this in a vault somewhere and let it collect us. Kind of like how Birdman did Wayne's album. Right. Go fuck yourself and just put it on the shelf. I think that's what's going to happen. Um, but my question is, do you think this would have happened five years ago? You think HBO would have capitulated and, and pulled it down? Five years ago? Um, Two years pro- ago. Probably not. Probably I not. I don't either. I, well, mm, I, I think they would have considered it and definitely would have had the conversation with them and... Um, because it's not like, okay, it's not like Dave got all this attention and power two years ago. He's been, you know, in terms of being America's sweetheart, if you will, you know what I mean? And, and being, a, um, a outspoken voice, you know what I mean? For, right. for a Black Lives Matter and all that he speaks about in his comedy. He's been doing that over the years. So two years ago, five years ago, he has said it. Um, I think, I, I think, yeah, I think they would have, I think they would have backed down. I, think they, I, I think don't. They backed down. I, I think it's, honestly, I think it's less about Dave's um, power, mm-hmm. his visibility. And I think it's more, I think it's a, 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 maybe not 50-50, but it's a mix of cancel culture and Black Lives Matter. And I think just the volume of him Mm-hmm. And the the allegation of uh, I'm being taken advantage of and and you're complicit mm-hmm. has made them say it's just not worth the money to get any kind of backlash from the community from that community. Right. I I think if if we weren't where we were in the world, they would have just let him scream and yell, and they would have left that shit up on the platform and let it let it continue to roll. And and. And honestly, I'm basing a whole lot on on conjectures, right? There's no facts, but it's that emotional. When she slipped that emotional in there, I was like, see, you weren't trying to do the right thing. You were trying to avoid backlash, which is bullshit to me. Yeah. Like it's, it's the, it's the, you stumbled on the right thing, right? (laughs) The intentions, your intentions matter, (laughs) but you know. Good for him right. that, you know, people aren't profiting off of his his hard work, um, his genius, uh, because Chappelle's show was nothing short of genius. Um, and hopefully, you know, maybe Viacom will sit down and talk to him and we can get a, a Chappelle show, you know, return. I don't know. I, I mean... You do what you do what Bill Cosby did. Just call it the Dave Chappelle Show. <laughs> Fair enough. That's right. You know, yeah. uh, Cosby did so. I mean, every show he did, he he put his name in it, with the exception of Fat Albert. But it was Cosby, the the Cosby Show. The Cosby Show was the most famous one. But then 
Cosby after that on on CBS, right? Yeah, I think he played. It was him, same him and Felicia uh, Rashad. Felicia Rashad, and mm-hmm. they were broke. Yeah. They're like broke people or some shit. Um, but not the same characters. They not didn't the reprise characters. their roles, just different characters. Right. And now, do you remember the Cosby Mysteries? Vaguely, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some things shouldn't be tried. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen, you know, so, whatever. Um, <laughs> so I had a conversation with my wife this morning. Um, okay. Um, surrounding uh, our, our brother, T.I.P., Tip. Um, he's in, he's getting, you know, gaining some attention again for talking about his daughter. Um, again. Again. Now, I'm just going to play the audio. I'm just going to play the audio. And I want to I get your reaction for it. And because my wife, she was particularly, for some reason, disturbed and, and, and irked by what he said, his tone, a bunch of that. But just, just listen to what he said. Lil Duval called it uh, thought prevention hours. You got to put in them thought prevention hours. Keep your daughter off the pole. You know what I'm saying? So you just you spending time going to daddy-daughter dances and you're taking them on trips with just you and her. Those are thought prevention hours that you're putting in. <laughs> you got to do that. You don't do that, but you're going to be somewhere in Magic City, man. You know what I'm saying? Trying to figure it out. Yeah. So that is absolutely necessary for any father. If you ain't put. Yeah. That prevention hours. What say you? You have a daughter. What do you what do you say to this? I I do have a daughter. All right. So. (laughs) um, From a 30,000 foot view, I agree with him. Mm. Um, From a, a bit more of an intellectual look at it. Uh, based on my field research over the past uh, 32-ish years of dealing with women in a romantic sense. Okay. A whole lot of um, major issues can be directly tied to the absence of a father, whether that is physically absent emotionally absent physically present but um distant mm-hmm. however you want to however you want to paint paint that picture however you want to sign it up cuz i don't i definitely don't want to paint the brush and say every every child growing up in a home without the father in it is going to turn out to be a stripper because that's not true right and we're not right. the all in every police but mm-hmm. <laughs> no daddy right it's when and i can't re- i wish i could remember the research right now but it's a significant percentage of uh children who don't go to college who um wind up making less money just in a in a career sense all of these negative things can be attributed back to a father not being in a home right um and obviously i have personal experience with it and, and, you know, I, I look at the fu- my daughter's future and I'm saving money for therapy, right? Right, right. Because <laughs> I'm not there and I know right, yes, right. it's going to be some therapy that's necessary. So I agree with him from a 30,000 foot view, but <sighs> honestly, I think it's mostly the messenger. 
Yeah, okay. I, I, I think I just don't want to agree with him because it's him. I, I think that my wife had the same had the same issue. But what she what she said was there, you know, there's strippers that, you know, that have fathers and this and that. You can't, you know, just because you're a stripper don't mean they had a father in the home, and da, 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 and this and that. And okay, granted that there's truth to that, but like, you know, there's research. And it's not just about okay. So <laughs> it's the, more than likely talking with strippers. And I've had some conversations with some strippers. I actually know one personally. That I, I, I know her father. I knew that, you know what I'm saying? That she be, I I knew her before she was a stripper and she became a stripper. And I and I was there to go, why are you doing this? You know what I mean? <laughs> and in talking with her, um, she expressed some uh what's the word? Um resentment for her father. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, that you know she she didn't she wasn't raised in the household with him. You know, they they have a relationship, had a relationship or whatever, but it wasn't what it came to be with his wife and his wife his wife and kids. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, and so there was some, and so while she never said this is why, I figured it out pretty clearly. Her, the the dynamic between her and and, and there was other factors of, of of well as well right but um she was looking for something from this you know what I mean and so that's what I was saying to my wife earlier is like you know it, in and not just not with just daughters with sons as well when this when when you're not getting what you need from home you subconsciously look for it elsewhere. Outside of you know, what I mean, with 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 boys, it could be gangs. You know, what I'm saying gang life mm-hmm. and all those different things, and feeling having a, a, a family unit outside of the house. Like you know, what I mean, with girls, it 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 could lead to the strip, the strip, you know, stripping and seeking attention from some. You know, what I mean, so validation, validation, exactly. All of it at the end of the day is validation. Whether right. it's her on the pole. Um, um, enjoying the fact that she can manipulate men and get a bunch of attention and get money from it, or it's him uh, on the street trying to figure out what masculinity is with a gang, all of it's validation. All right. of it's validation, seeking masculine validation. Right. So getting it from your mom is just not going to be enough. It's great. It's good. But that other part is important. Yeah. And it's not, I mean, it's not 100%, you know, Either either way, you know what I'm saying? There are other factors, there are other variants that, you know, that yeah. contribute to someone's decision to do either or. But it can be traced back to the home. Clearly. Straight up daddy issues. Straight up. And I, I the only he he credited who is it, Lil Duvall for calling it uh thought hours. That whole mm-hmm. concept was taken from Chris Rock. Sometimes I'm walking with my daughter, I'm talking to my daughter, I'm looking at her, I'm pushing her and stroller, and sometimes I pick up and I just stare at her and I realize my only job in life is to keep her off the pole. <laughs> keep my baby off the pole. I mean, they don't grade fathers, but if your daughter's a stripper, you fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, you went mighty wrong there, baby. You thought you had a household. No, you got a whole camp. <laughs> yeah. Not a yeah. whole camp. Whole camp. <laughs> do so, I worry about that? I think mean? when my daughter was first born, mm-hmm. you bet your ass I was terrified. <laughs> I was terrified. Right. As she gets older, I worry about it less because uh, she's such a creative. So I see her investing her time and I invest a lot of money uh, (laughs) into nurturing that part. So I don't, I don't think she's going to have enough daddy issues to, to go and seek validation. And I don't, I hope knock on some wood that investing in skills and talent will create financial options for her where that is never a consideration. So I'm trying to do everything I can, but at a certain point, and you have grown children and you know this, at a certain point, they become grown people and (laughs) they can do whatever it is they want to do. And there's nothing you can do about it. Really. Very true. Very true. But I don't know. It's, it's what for Ti. It's just it's it's the messenger is not what you say. It's how you say it, and yeah, it's kind of yeah. I can't. You know, how did it, before I go down this this path, mm-hmm. what did you think about when he he came out and said he would he would go to the gynecologist visit with his daughter and check on her virginity? But, it was uh, weird. It was weird. That was weird. It was out of bounds. And you know what I'm saying? It, it, not just for embarrassing his daughter, even if that's, you know, if that's what he's doing. And he later tried to clear it up and said, no, that's not exactly what it, you know, but it's, it's out of bounds. That's out of, you know. It's way out of bounds. Yeah. <laughs> it's wildly inappropriate. I yeah. get where he's coming from, right? I get the father's fear, but your daughter, she's she's a teenager, right? Like you wouldn't you wouldn't go in the bathroom while she's taking a shower, right? Why are you gonna go with her to the gynecologist? And for the same, and, and, and with the same reason, this, with the same, you wouldn't do that for your sons. You know what I'm saying? You wouldn't. You know, it's it's it's, it's out of bounds. It was very weird. From the, you know what I'm saying? And he had to backpedal <laughs> a whole lot. Because of that. And so coming out with this just reminds people of. <laughs> right. And that's and that's why I have a problem with the messenger on this particular this particular thing. Right. So you based on the story you tell and your own admission of how you go about um, protecting your daughter's innocence. We'll just say that. Yeah. Uh, it tells more about your relationship with her and how she trusts you and how you trust her. So you got real big issues in your crib. Oh yeah. And now you're talking about uh, spending daddy daughter time is going to keep her off the pole. Well, you spent a lot of daddy daughter time, but you following her, following, following her to the gynecologist to check her, her virginity. So your what dude, your daddy daughter time ain't working. No. <laughs> right? So 
I hear him. I do. I think it's some truth in what he says, but I I have a hard time hearing it come from him. Yeah, yeah. it's it's um, yeah weird. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> Weirdly it said. Weird. That's all. You know what I mean? Very but, goddamn uh, weird. God bless the brother. <laughs> right. That's all I can say. She already. I mean, if, if his the daughter he was talking about following to the the guy like kind of just got got the doctor. <laughs> um. <laughs> She uh she at the time she unfollowed him on all social medias and was not talking to him or whatever. Uh, he may have that type of backlash again. And where is and why is his wife not going? Hey man, will you you know? Maybe maybe I she's think, doing it behind the scenes or or. I think she did come out and say something about it. Um, I'm I'm nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god lord have mercy I'll, I will I will put on my tap dance shoes and say it anyway okay oh if you want for your children to be the best people they can be then you have to be the best person you can be they learn by example and not by you dictating. True. And I will let everybody read between the lines to figure out what I'm really saying on that. Because mm. <laughs> I don't want to offend nobody, especially, right. you know, she my yeah. homegirl. She from she from the, the hood and the, and the same uh, alma mater. So, yeah. Um, I know we're not doing birthdays, but um. Regina Hall hit, <laughs> hit uh, a milestone um, last week and um, sing a little song about it. Um, like the hit? Here you go. Today, I passed half my life expectancy. A bitch is old <laughs> today, but I've been told I still got good pussy. <laughs> So shout out to all my old bitches And shout out to all my young bitches Shout out to all my pretty bitches And shout out to all my not so pretty bitches they Include everybody old today And I'm shouting ooh ha hooray A bitch is old today but I made it here gratefully. God bless Regina Hall. You have to see the so, video of her jumping on the trampoline and is I am um pleased to know mm. that at fifty she still has good pussy. Yeah. Uh, you know. Not that either one of us will ever find out for sure, but listen. Have that confidence and say it. Hey, please. Thank you for putting that out. Thank you. <laughs> she she absolutely does not look 50 years old. Oh, no. Nah. Not even close to 50 years old. And so I think it was last week we were talking about, uh, it was either last week or the week before, I can't remember, we were talking about women and preferences and I was saying I, I usually don't like the super, super beautiful, like, you know, over the top makeup type chick. Yeah. And, and as I was watching that video and I was thinking, I was like, 
That's the type of chick I like. The Regina Hall type of chick. She's really pretty. She's really cute, but Uh she's not uh, overly done. She's just pretty. She's a pretty girl. It's, you know, not all of the fake hair and eyelashes and, you know, all of that shit. She just, she look, she wake up pretty. (laughs) She just wake up pretty. That that I woke up like this. Now, I, I think what makes her even more beautiful and even sexier it's a sense of humor. She's funny. Yes. So, so when she was hosting something, and she did a video this earlier earlier during the um, pandemic, she did this video with with Kevin Hart. Are you familiar when? I have she, not seen it. She gets on camera. She's like she wasn't ready or whatever, and Kevin Hart looks. He's like, oh my god. Uh she's and she's like just like not done. And Harris like. He's like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, you you good, you good. And he turns and says something to her. He's like, oh my God, yo, you gotta see this. It's terrible. <laughs> she goes, I, I can I can hear you. I can hear you. <laughs> like it's I put a link up. I'll put a link up for, for folks to, to to see it. You know, if you hadn't seen it or if you can't remember it. Um, but she's hilarious. It was hilarious. I watched that clip dozens of times because it was just it just made me laugh out loud every time. Suppose, especially Right now, you need to kind of need to break away and laugh at shit. So her role in the uh, Romney Malco movie was oh yeah she her, played her, the, the correctional officer the the her, the not correctional officer what is it when you when you're on parole, probation officer probation officer yeah yeah her her description of it um hood bitch is what she <laughs> <laughs> Romney said she Romney said she she said to him uh I I want to play a hood bitch. <laughs> well, let me play. I want to play a hood bitch, and so she's a, a bitch in that film. They her and if you haven't seen the movie, um, Tijuana Jackson, um, I forget the full purpose title. over prison. Tijuana Jackson, over, purpose over prison. Um, Tijuana Jackson and Regina Hall's character, who, she, who she's a correction officer or probation officer, know each other from childhood. They came up basically the same. He went to prison. She became a cop, but they still cool. <laughs> so <laughs> their their actions they kind of counted each other, but they're like the, almost basically the same person. You yeah. know what I mean? She just never went to prison. <laughs> so so yeah, I like her. She doesn't take herself too seriously. Obviously, yeah. by that that song and that video. Um, happy birthday! Uh, whatever you doing, please do a manual. Pass it out to all forty-eight to forty-nine-year-old women. Maybe roll yeah. back to forty-five. Give them some time, you know, she so back they to, can get on back the page to twenty-nine. Twenty-nine going to thirty because some of these sisters got city miles, brother. <laughs> you gotta slow it down a little bit. You know what I mean? Oh hey. shit! You didn't say city miles. <laughs> you got city miles. You know. Oh my little... god. <laughs> Rode hard and put away wet. Yeah, man. Like, <laughs> hey. Uh. City miles. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> maybe, maybe not drink most of the Hennessy. You know what I mean? Just, so, I, I, you know, I could appreciate a woman that drink Hennessy. Yeah, cool. I saw something that's really funny because we got we got a lot of snow, um, this week. Um, shout. Shout out to DJ Touchdown in Philly. He pulled a post up. 
if she can drink Hennessy, she can shovel her own snow. She's strong enough to shovel her own snow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. Oh, my God. If that sister can drink, if she, she can drink Hennessy, she's strong enough to shovel her own snow. So, uh, yeah. Equal rights extend to the right to shovel your own goddamn snow. <laughs> I'm not mad at that. Your hands ain't broke. Right. Oh, man. Um, I, so my, my, my son has been, it's week of, for us, it's the week of Christmas. If you're watching this now, you might be right after, before Christmas or, you know, ho, ho, ho. Um, That's actually not what he's saying. That's what I want for Christmas. He want hoes. <laughs> three, three of them, exactly. <laughs> That's a menage a quoi. Anyway, um, I, so I, I don't, I, I'm getting all in my head about this. Um, so my, my mom's teaching my four-year-old the song White Christmas. Cute song. Um, the version, the version by the, is it the Delphonics or the Dells or I, I forget the name, the, the most famous version, black version of White Christmas. Yeah. Beautiful song. And he's learning the song and singing it and, you know, um, and, and I get, I understand it's about snow on Christmas day. I get it. I'm not that super woke, um, you know, but there is a part of me that goes, White Christmas? <laughs> Why Christmas gotta be white? Why gotta be white? White Christmas? Really? And so I, we, we, we took family photos this past week um, out in front of the house. We have a big, we have a, a flag on the front door, Black Lives Matter, with a reef over it. The, 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 the flag stays on the door all, the way around, all, all year round. We put a reef over top of it, you know, and we took, some some very nice family photos out in front of the house, whatever. And I took one of my three sons, posted it up, and I called it a Black Christmas. You know what I mean? Um, I, I I guess I just have a I have a little issue with it. Like again, like I said, I understand it's about snow, but it's that double entendre on the flip side of it that you know you hear folks say, kind of feel like you know. They mean something else behind it. It's not just snow they're talking about. You know what I mean? Especially understanding the the history of this uh, of this nation, and that everything white is good, everything black is bad. You know, bad guys wear black. You know, uh, Black Friday. You have a black soul. You know what I'm saying? All these different sayings and terminologies associated with black being negative. You say Black Christmas, it sounds like, you know, it should be a... Matter of fact, there was, wasn't there a movie called that? Black Christmas or something like that? And it was like a horror film or something? I don't know. I, oh God, I'm about to expose myself here. I'm a bit of a Scrooge. Um, and uh -oh. I've been a bit of a Scrooge for a long time since I was a kid. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so I generally, Christmas movies, like... I think Die Hard is the best Christmas movie ever made, <laughs> followed followed by Gremlins, right? Like, I'm not <laughs> Miracle on 34th Street or whatever. Um, yep. So I'm, I'm not super into it. 
I do get the the symbolism of white Christmas. You know, obviously it's about snow, but that whole thing. I fell into this rabbit hole probably about three years ago, and then I went back down it two weeks ago with old girl who's not from the States. She's not from the U.S. She's mm-hmm. from Europe. Okay. And I, I, I asked her, because she was talking about Santa Claus and trees and all this shit, and I said, do you know about the racist part of the Santa Claus mythos, especially as it is associated with Europe? She's like, what the fuck are you talking about? So I'm not going to do the whole thing here because I wasn't prepared to do this whole thing. <laughs> okay. Okay. But there's a character, um, Black Peter. Okay. Uh, Zwarte Piet, P-I-E-T. Mm-hmm. Google those names. It is a, it is a uh, helper, Santa's helper. Okay. He's usually depicted in blackface. Okay. And it is, that character is causing quite a stir over in, I want to say in some of the Scandinavian countries, because it's goddamn racist. Yeah. And there's a group of people who are like, stop with this shit. And then there's a group of people who are like, it's history, you know, keep it. Same thing in the States. So if you think it's better over there, eh. (laughs) It's, it's the same shit everywhere you go in the world. It's just, you know, slightly different, but there's some racial overtones and undertones in it. Uh, it's been argued that the character is in blackface because that's the, the character that goes up and down the chimneys and the blackface is supposed to represent the soot on his face. Um, but it, it gets really deep again, black Peter Krampus. You can look up Krampus and, and all that stuff. Um, St. Nick, you can just Google St. Nick and really just kind of dig into it. It's, it's interesting reading. Um, it will ruin your Christmas, uh, <laughs> uh, and it'll it'll kind of you know and, that, shed and that's some what light we're going. Stuff. That's what we're going for here. We want to ruin Christmas for you. No, I'm just kidding. Um, we are trying to shit on your Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Black Christmas, by the way, yes, it was a movie. Came out um, 2019. Um, it was a horror film. It got 38 percent on Rotten Tomatoes, so that means it. Not only was Black Christmas a horror film, it was a shitty movie. Starring Mike um, Epps. I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, I've, I've, yep, I'm, yeah, I'm leaving alone. Um, these so, are just jokes. <laughs> my thing, here's what, here's what I'd like to do. And for those who are listening, and then, you know, um, for, for those who are of brown or black or you know even tan post pictures up of your family when you take pictures hashtag a black christmas let's take the negative connotation off the word black and black christmas and just hashtag black christmas you know what i mean let's put a a a a, a, a positive image you know what i'm saying out in the ethos and you know let's see if it takes off i i i i just it just feels so one-sided. <laughs> Again, I snow. Yeah, sure. We don't want to see black snow. But we like black sand. <laughs> you know what I mean? So hey, you know, that's that's uh, that's my that's my um power to the people uh soapbox. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'll uh, 
This Shut Power to the People that. moment brought to you by T-Storm. Oh, my God. Lord have mercy. Yeah, that works. Well, speaking of, of blackness and power to the people. Yeah. Uh, photos from the set of Coming to America. Oh, have yeah. Been released. Uh, it's kind of looking good. Yeah, that's that Tiana Taylor. She, her physique is awesome. I, I think, did she have the baby before or at, was it before this picture or after? Whichever it is. That, Ooh, that's, that know, sister's but, in ugh. great shape. Um, and I had strong a dream like that once. The, say again? I had a dream like that once. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to objectify the sister. I'm just complimenting her physique. And if she, if, well, no, this is before she, I think they shot this. She just had the baby just more recently. So no, this is before. Okay. That answers my question. Cause I'm like, if you, she snapped back like that, golly. Good Lord. Um, but yeah, it's funny to see, uh, Wesley Snipes with a, that painted on beard. <laughs> <What is> <laughs> So Wesley is in the remake, not the remake, the the sequel to mm-hmm. the popular Eddie Murphy, Arsenio Hall film, Coming to America, that came out forever ago. Right. Um, he he did a um, an interview with uh, E Weekly. Uh, he revealed that he he tried out for the first one, didn't get the role, yada yada yada. So um, yeah, I just thought it would be cool to look at some of the pictures from the set. Yeah, your girl Leslie, Leslie Big Les. Leslie Jones. Oh, that's the that's the I forget the brother's name that's saying She's your Queen to be. That's like him. He, I haven't I, I don't know what other movies I I don't I'm not familiar with other movies that brother did afterwards, but he's he was I think uh, well, I don't I don't know for sure, but I believe he kind of did he freestyle that song. <laughs> oh, I don't know, but that would have been awesome if he did. Oh man. I here's an, here's another question. I so the the score of the original Coming to America was done by um, Nile Rodgers. Okay. Every piece of music in the in the movie Coming to America was done by Nile Rodgers, down to the Jerry Curl song. <laughs> Soul Glow. Let your soul. I can't hit the note, but that was. Now Rogers did that. I wonder if, you know, if he had anything to do with with this film. Would they, you know what I mean? That's a good question. I have to. I'll it, have to it, get it, my research on. It would be awesome if he did. It would be awesome if he did. Arsenio and Tracy Morgan. Arsenio Tracy is coming Morgan. back for the movie. That's great. Yeah. Uh, who else we got here? Eddie in that Eddie ugly ass jacket with all yeah, of, the New York. <laughs> that is that shit screams tourist. <laughs> <laughs> with all the with all the buttons on it. I love New York, New York, New York. Oh uh, man. I frequently call McDonald's McDowell's and and my four year old corrects me every time. He doesn't get the joke. I have to I have to figure a way how to have let him see the movie without <laughs> ruining it, ruining his childhood. I don't know if it's four year old appropriate yet. Oh God, no! It's not not for four yeah. year old, maybe yeah. seven or eight, but not four. Yeah, 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 four. But he gets like he's his humor, his 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 concept, and 
understanding of humor is 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 on point. So, yeah, I can't I wait to see it. I'm, yeah, I'm me too, man. I, of of all of the movies that I wanted them to make a sequel to, it was that one. And yeah. uh, you know, it's, I'm I'm happy they're finally doing it. It took forever, but that original film was. I remember. You know what that was? What? That was Wakanda before Wakanda. Oh, absolutely. That oh, was absolutely. Wakanda before Wakanda. Absolutely. I remember being a kid seeing that like, wow, look at these, you know, rich black folk from Africa, you know, mm-hmm. with the, 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 whoever did wardrobe and set design for that shit, mm-hmm. hats off to them. Cause it was, you know, the tuxedo with the, with the lion pelt, mm-hmm. you know, right, right. I was like, yeah, that shit was dope. Yeah. <laughs> it was dope. It was dope. But yeah, yeah, they that that was that was one of, in my opinion, one of his best films. Yeah, and, and I'm glad that James Earl Jones is still around. <laughs> you know, yeah, man. So yeah, yeah, that's a, it'd be a good time. I'm I, so this movie's been done forever. Like they did, they it's been done. They were still they were shooting the same time as Bad Boys. Th- was that three? Yeah. Oh, word. Yeah, there was a, they were on the they were on the soundstage together. There's there's pictures that with Will Smith when they went back for reshoots and caught up. There's a video with 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 Will and and Martin with Eddie and you know um, I, I want to say Tracy Morgan was in 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 the video as well maybe or I forget. But in any case, from back then, so that's like almost two years ago at this point. Damn, a film has been has been done. They was, they were shooting. They shot it in in Atlanta on Tyler Perry's uh, soundstage. I remember when they were shooting Bad Boys 3 because they were blocking off roads to do car scenes. Mm. Uh, I was like, look, y'all shoot at night because <laughs> y'all keep me from getting to the job. I need to get to work. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm excited for it, bro. I am. Um, speaking of Tyler Perry, you had a, uh, you had a particularly feel-good story from Tyler Perry. Yes, um, a feel-good story, and I also had to do a little bit of research on this. So Tyler Perry uh, donated $100,000 to the Legal Defense Fund of, uh, what is this guy's this guy's name? Kenneth Walker. Kenneth, now, Walker. Kenneth Walker is Breonna Taylor's boyfriend who was in the house with her the night the cops uh, executed the no-knock warrant, kicked the door in, and and... Ultimately, that ended in in her life. Uh, ended her life. Um, now, when that happened, the officers came through the door. One side is saying they didn't announce themselves. The other side is saying they did. Uh, but going with Mister Walker's narrative, they came in the door. He didn't know who the hell was coming in the house. He is a legal licensed gun owner. Mm-hmm. He popped off a shot. It hit uh, Officer Jonathan Mattingly, I think that's the correct first name for him, uh, in the leg near his femoral artery, which, you know, if you don't get that taken care of, you will fucking bleed out and die. Mm. So. He returned fire, which, and I believe I understand, the bullets from his gun is what ultimately killed Breonna Taylor. Yes, the city was still going after Kenneth Walker for firing his weapon, or whatever. And they wised up and said, ah, let's just let that go. 
Kenneth Walker filed suit against the city. And I think the officers. Mr. Mattingly filed a countersuit. Amongst other things, claiming emotional distress. <laughs> okay. Emotional distress and trauma. Uh, and it was some other, uh, some other charges. I don't remember what they were. I just found that one to be the most ridiculous. Um, because you're a police officer executing a no-knock warrant and you got shot at and you're, you're like emotional distress. Yeah. I can imagine that your entire job is emotionally distra- emotionally distressing. So yeah. we've got to weigh some somebody. stuff here. But. You killed somebody. How about the emotional distress <laughs> from you? You know, that is not even in a comparison method, just on some what you know about your job and assumed risk. Right. Right. Because I'm not I'm not trying to compare. I don't want to compare Okay. because that's when I get into trouble. Probably I'm already in trouble, but whatever. Um, So Mr. Mattingly files a countersuit again amongst all of the claims, one of them being emotional distress. So now this gentleman who suffered the loss of his girlfriend um, is living through the subsequent uh, slow process of inquiry and justice and having to fight charges of discharging his firearm now has to deal with this. So a GoFundMe was started and the goal was to get to a hundred thousand um, dollars. And it wasn't, it wasn't hitting. It wasn't getting there. It was like under 10 or nine and some change. Okay. Mr. Tyler Perry came through, dropped 10 grand. Then and and I don't know if this was his actual thinking, but he dropped ten grand and then he was like, "Man, that ain't enough," and he dropped fifty grand, <laughs> and and then he dropped another thirty. So that's ninety. So he must have put some more in there because they reported at a hundred. Hundred. So but he gave you know, yeah. At the end of the day, dude came out of pocket a hundred grand for somebody he does not know. You know, say what you want. The brother has been um, been stepping up and and being being the community's guardian angel. Um, earlier this year, there was a brother that had got sick across. Um, where, I think where was he in Mexico somewhere? He had got sick and he didn't have um, health insurance in that country or whatever. I don't think he had health insurance at all, and they wouldn't let him leave the hospital. Like they had locked him basically because he couldn't pay, afford to pay. They basically boxed him in in the hospital. And his girlfriend that was there, you know, reached out and it got on news media and whatever. And Tyler Perry paid the bill, paid his bill, his medical bill and um, helped him get home. I think the, I, I believe that brother was from Atlanta as well. Okay. Um. He's constantly doing, you know, stuff like this. That's a brother that's, you know, um, definitely using his 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 wealth um, for good. Um, and it's good to see. It's good to see. I mean, I'm sure and I'm sure there's tons of other things that he's doing that we don't hear about. You know what I'm saying? Because he seems like that kind of cat. He is. You know? He is. Um, and in a, another capacity, I've had leave to reach out to him and ask him. 
uh, for some assistance, but uh, not for myself, but for some right, right. some uh, families in need. Um, look, yeah. anybody who knows me knows how I feel, right? So people watching, maybe this will be a shock to you. Maybe it won't. I'm not a fan of his, his work. No. I'm really? Not. Come on, <laughs> stop. Yo, I can't believe you would say something like that. I mean- you 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 think um uh uh boo one and two weren't Medea's boo one and two wasn't like Oscar worthy materials? Come on, son. Nope, I'm not. <laughs> what was the film what was the film he did earlier this year he put out you know and, and, and not long after that um, he had a video talking about how he doesn't have a writer's room he writes all of his films and TV shows himself and he was like you know it's what keeps me going this is work ethic and he showed all the all the scripts and everything that he wrote he writes himself like he doesn't have a writer He's, at the time he didn't have a writer's room. You don't, you know. Oh, God. <laughs> this is called torture. I'm, Ladies I'm, and I'm, gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Ooh, This is Where Black People Gonna Hate Me. Okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of his work because I don't see myself in his work. Um, and... I am a fan of other things where I don't see myself in, but those things aren't created to be a representation of me. Right. Gotcha. His stuff is, right. is like, that's his purpose and his goal. And he wanted to do some stuff where people could see themselves. Our people could see themselves. And I, I can't see myself in it now. Make the content because it appeals to different people who need it. There's, right. he puts good stuff in it, right? He puts, yeah. um, messages and and moral direction and ethics for the most part he puts that in there and some people need that some people ain't getting it from nowhere else but but from there and it it, mm. it makes a difference and he like you said he takes his money and um he puts it back into the community that that he's taking money out of right right all of that's great i i just don't particularly love the content um to to the point of him not having a writer's room i don't think that's a good thing like some people will point to that and say, oh, he's so creative. He can do it. But I don't think that's a good thing because no, as a creative, it took me a long time to realize I cannot know and do it all myself. Richard. And when I when I started working with other people, bring it like I can edit, I can design, I can record, I can I can't I can rap. I can do all of that shit, but I'm not the best at all of that shit. So, so when it's time gotcha. to get something done, I create a vision and then I bring other people in to help execute the vision. Right. Yeah. And not just that. I mean, if, if it's just you writing it again, um, there are some Tyler Perry movies and, and projects and, and shows that I've watched and enjoyed. Um, most, um, I'm just kind of like, you know, and, and this is a this is an, a, a discussion slash argument I have with my wife frequently about Tyler Perry. Um, 
Because some, you know, I think some of it, like like some of it, I don't see me in it, which is fine. But some of it, I just think is it's way. Some of the characters are are way off base and kind of embarrassing to me. It's a take. character of black people, which right. and, I and, find and, to be mildly offensive. And I get, I mean, I, I get it is a double standard. Like, um, Caucasian film actors and directors can make movies that will be buffoonery and whatever the case, and just silly, and people won't think anything of it. Will Ferrell, and you know the the movies they are. are extremely you know what i'm saying um i'm not a huge it, fan of will ferrell i like will ferrell sometimes but you know some and some of the movies like um what was the what was it brothers the, the what what was it called the brothers him and the other guy I, yeah i know what you're talking about i forget the i forget the name of the film off the top of my head. but in any case you know that's i there are certain parts of that movie that i find pretty funny but for the most part it's just too stupid for me some of it right um, and nobody says anything about it though. That's the thing. But when black folks do it, oh, you're buffooning. You're you're you know what I'm saying you're, you're you're being a buffoon. You're you're cooning for the you know. So I I get the double standard, and you know, unfortunately, that double standard is real, and we have to pay attention to it because of the history, our history, in this country, and and our history in Hollywood, the right. buffoon character. We were regulated to the buffoon character. We were, right. we were regulated to the, the servant character, right? So when we make that character and we make it a character of that character, it's over the top. I find it, mild, I find it mildly offensive. Yeah. Now, I am able to separate how I feel about it and what it actually is and, and deal with it intellectually and, and say, look, I, I, just because I don't like it, I wouldn't say that it should never be made make it mm. that's fine right. it's just not for me it, right. it's for a whole lot of other people it's not Little for folks, me yeah right so um i applaud him i applaud the stuff you know what he's what he's accomplished where he came from i i, I think it's absolutely well this brother bought a uh, uh what, what was it a uh, a confederate um army base and turned it into a like come on son like that's vindication on so many different levels and it's a wonderful to see. It's encouraging. It is a powerful statement letting you know it's possible. Your dreams can come true. Um, if you only wear a dress. No, I'm kidding. But um, I, it's... <laughs> you know, I actually saw an interview with him um, that made me... I like him as an individual, don't like his content, but I saw in, an interview with him that made me like him as an individual even more. He mm -hmm. was, because I, I don't like men in dresses. I just don't. Um, I didn't like Tu Wong Fu. Uh, I enjoyed Mrs. Doubtfire, but I felt some kind of way about goddamn Mrs. Doubtfire too, so it ain't just no black shit. Yeah. Uh, right, right, but he did an interview where he was like, man, I don't like that shit. I don't like putting on that dress. I don't want to do that no more. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I did what I had to do. And that right, character right. became a beloved character. So like, uh, how can I stop doing it? But he's like, and I'm paraphrasing, but he, he was like, yeah, I don't particularly enjoy doing that shit. And I, I was mean, like, okay, said. we, we might be more on the same page than I thought we were. That's what he said. Um, but he keep doing it. So I'm just saying, <laughs> you know. <laughs> you don't need the money at this point, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it becomes as a choice. That's because folks say, hey, you should put some shit on your head. We like to see you with some shit on your head. 
we really love to see you with some shit on your head. Would you do it? <laughs> nah, I'm cool. Yeah. I'm cool. Uh, but now, nah, hats imagine. off to him for, for yeah. all of the shit that he's accomplished, man. You know, he's done great things. Um, I, well, with all, yeah. all that said, um, he put up this image, his version of a thirst trap. Brother's in good shape. Um, and this is, this is the, the caption says, uh, this is what midlife, this is what a midlife crisis looks like. I'm a 51-year-old, 51, year old, 51 oh, I'm sorry, I'm 51 single and wondering what the next chapter in my life will look like. Whatever it looks like, I'm going to walk with God, be the best father and man I can be, hold my head up high, and try to look my best doing it. In a world with so much sadness, please try and stay in the good. Merry Christmas, and let's look forward to 2021 bringing us peace. Um... First thing people noticed out of that, he, 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 yeah, we know he had a child. I believe he was engaged, and now he's single. Interesting. Uh, didn't hear about the breakup. Um, didn't hear nothing. I mean, not that we would or we had to. It's just, it's just kind of interesting. Um, that uh, I just wanted everybody to really see the picture. Yeah. You know, brother, I, I yeah, listen, and he's about we about the same height. He's about six four, six five. So I again that gives me hope. <laughs> like now, I look to him and and bust the rhymes. Go look, okay, I could do it. Look, dude is he isn't he is in good shape. That is certainly a thirst trap. I'm gonna leave that there. Uh, yeah. Uh, um. But in turn, look, the kind of time and money that he has to put towards that. They ain't like the time and money we got. <laughs> this is true. This is true. This is true. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, fine. Uh, I was gonna say, you know, I, I maybe the um, they got tired of wearing the same wardrobe. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. He didn't want her wearing his Medea dresses no more. I, I, I'm. I'm. I'm joking. I'm kidding. Oh boy. <laughs> Boy, what happens? You know, so he got a kid. So obviously, him and 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 the young lady had been intimate. Well, did she well, hear the Medea well, voice? Well, did she Michael hear Jackson the Medea voice? Kids. Oh, this is true. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Um, I was going to say. What if the the Medea voice slipped out in the bedroom? <laughs> oh, oh! I hope not. Oh my god! I could just see her getting up, going, "Nope, uh, <laughs> nope, uh, uh, on a child." Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> Wait a minute! Don't mind me, baby. I'm just gonna put this wig on. <laughs> and this girdle and these shoes and it ain't nothing it ain't nothing don't worry about it don't worry about it don't worry about it I, 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 you know what I might as well put the saggy titties on right now too okay just just hang on just just give me a second just go with it baby be in the moment <laughs> sister said I, I'm out <laughs> I can't do this <laughs> can't do this I'm gonna exit <laughs> oh. Oh, okay I, oh who knows I just jokes, folks. Just, Lots just of jokes. Cases. Genuine respect it's to the brother. Uh, the rest serious is jokes. Tyler Perry fans going, God, you're just blasphemy. No. 
this look everybody, everybody can get these jokes I'm sorry yes. everybody get these jokes <laughs> you know what I mean so you know <coughs> yes yeah, that sister was like I, I no I don't want to borrow his dress anymore who was his fiance I don't know ghost ghost woman I, I, I think I saw a Images of her somewhere, sometime, some point, but I. Jalila Beckel? For me, I, it was just her, okay, he, he got a kid now. And then oh, she's a cute guy. Then they were engaged. I was like, oh, okay, cool. You know. She's a cutie pie. Aw. I just got sad. Why did it fucking make me sad? I have some ideas, but I'm I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to be good. Since we you know we close to wrapping up, I'm trying to keep from. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah, she's gorgeous. Or maybe you know maybe the contract she... ran out. I don't know. Just, oh, just like a... <laughs> she didn't get right. renewed for season two. <laughs> yeah, like... All right, um, thank you. This is this has been fun. I'm seeking other opportunities and. Oh shit! <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. The the bachelor has an opening, and you know. She's, oh, okay. Oh. She did not get oh, renewed for season two. Mm-hmm. There will be no sequel. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh my god, that's funny. On that note, folks. <laughs> hey man. <laughs> We appreciate y'all listening. We appreciate y'all watching. If you're following us, make sure you follow us on all socials at Unpoppin' Show. Of course, our website, unpoppinshow.com. See all you missed. Um, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of hesitant. There's a new social media thing that I'm, I'm messing with. I don't want to mention it here because I don't want to publicize it for free. Um, or at least not on the main show. I'll talk about it on on the on the after show. But um, folks, thanks again. We appreciate everyone. We appreciate you. You know, hanging with us um since the summer. <laughs> we yeah, doing, we started doing this twenty twenty. Um, hoping that twenty twenty one is not just plus one <laughs> twenty 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 plus one. It is a better year, and uh, you know, better days ahead. Because 2020, you know, in the grand scheme of things, 2020 was kind of shitty. I think we all <laughs> agree to that. There were, great, there were great things that came out of it. Have you, but, random thought, I know we're closing. Have you seen mm-hmm. the Match.com commercials where the devil is dating 2020? <laughs> oh my God. It's, it's the best bit of marketing I have seen in a very long time. The devil, the devil matches 20. with 2020 on the app and they go on these dates and it was like one of the commercials they're sitting and they're like, um, he, the devil says, uh, uh, I don't, I don't want this year to end. And she goes, well, who would, <laughs> it's just, it's brilliant. If you haven't seen those commercials, I'll try. If I find them, I'll link them below. Just, yeah. Or if for everybody on YouTube, if you're listening, please go and find them absolutely great this is not an endorsement of match they did not pay me for this i just <laughs> right. i like to call out creativity when i see it word okay yeah i have to check that one out man. yo it's been fun um have a merry christmas happy kwanzaa happy hanukkah or 
Chinooka, as Smokey Robinson said. Um, and happy new year. We'll see y'all in, in, in 2021. Peace.